Hey everyone, this is Kirk Packer. Welcome to the first edition of Looking for Life podcast. The point here is to go just a little deeper than what we do on the video clips um, for Facebook that, that we've been doing. And I am also here with uh, the co-host known as the One-Armed Bandit, also known as George Thompson. And uh, what we're going to do here is George and I and the Lord are going to have a conversation. And we just want to invite you into it. Um, We're just asking the Lord to speak to us in regard to the things that are going on presently in our life and in all of our lives. And first of all, I just want to kind of talk a little bit about what we mean by looking for life. One of the things that the Lord has laid on the heart of George and I is to genuinely find the life that the Lord wants for us. We're not interested in playing religion, pretending that we're following the Lord when we're really not. And so with that, we've found that the Lord requires us to be open and vulnerable. Um, So we're going to talk about things like that. We're going to talk about things that we really feel, things that we're really going through. But in the midst of it, we're going to bring the word of God uh, into it. And we're going to bring in his truth um, to the things that we're going through. So, first of all, I'd like to talk a little bit about um, hope this go around and then whatever else that the Lord lays on our heart. Um, what, George, what's what's on your heart? What's what's some of the things that the Lord is, is speaking to you in at this present time uh the, the thing that, that i'm i'm hearing and um, we talked about a little earlier was ju- just in the book of matthew right right out of the uh, first and second chapter there where jesus is born and um he starts his ministry um, john the baptist is proclaiming him um before and um the thing, the thing that just gets me in the midst of that is, is John's bringing hope to the world, but everybody's wanting to be their own god there. They're they're wanting to be, um, they're they're wanting to be the person that has all the answers. And Jesus is healing amongst them in the midst of that. Um, he's feeding. He's healing. He's he's proclaiming the word of God right before them, and he he is the Son of God. But nobody's getting it. Nobody's seeing it. And so um, what God was trying to show me in the midst of that, I believe, is, is that's kind of our world right now, is that no one's wanting to follow the Lord. No one's wanting to, um, I shouldn't say no one, but, but there's, a, there's, a, there's a vast amount of people out there that just want to be their own gods instead of following the Lord. And it's not an easy task by any sense of the word, but at the same time, it, there's a reward there for it. And, um, I mean, who, who doesn't want to be loved? Who doesn't want to be forgiven? Who, who doesn't want to um, just 
have brothers and sisters that they can count on, not for what they do, but just for what our Savior has done for us. Yeah. Well, and as you're talking about those things, the thing that comes to me is that as I see people standing up and trying to create their own hope, um, it's having a negative effect on my heart because I'm finding that I want to respond to them and create my own hope hmm. because maybe I don't agree with what they're doing and I don't agree with their version of hope. And right now I'm finding that I have a hard time just submitting my heart to the Lord and saying, um, whatever you want, Lord, partly because I don't know what the Lord's really up to. I have never lived through, nor has anyone ever lived through a time quite like this. Absolutely. And it feels like we've been through a one, two punch. And now I'm waiting for the knockout. Um, you know, first we had the uh, Corona stuff coming through and that really upturned our lives in a way that we in our generation have never seen. And I felt like I kind of maintained hope through that because it was just one thing. It's like, okay, God's going to get us through this. It started to drag on. I started to get you know, kind of frustrated, but I'm just keeping on. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, now we have all these riots that are going on and you have all this upheaval and you have uh, law and order going by the wayside. And it's like, what in the world is going on? And so in the midst of that, I've found myself struggling with hope because, to be honest with you, I don't know for sure what the Lord's doing. He hasn't told me exactly what he's doing. Mm. And so all I know to do is to keep doing the last thing he told me and to be faithful at that, um, which I believe is the right thing to do. But to be honest with you, I'm struggling and, and I'm wanting to just react and and I'm wanting to go into self-preservation mode and I want to think about okay what's getting ready to come down the pipeline and how do I protect myself um, but the Lord is wanting me just to put my eyes on him and only move when he says move um, which I believe is the right thing and I and, and when I'm there I have hope but honestly I'm I'm going in and out I, I'm so how do we do it yeah well, that's a million-dollar question, I guess. And and there is a dark side to this as well because the enemy is trying to take us out. And so we've got this fine line of hope and darkness, if you will, which is from the beginning of time. And, and so how do you distinguish between the two in the midst of something that you can't understand? I, I just think that's just... You know, we, we don't understand now Corona. We don't understand the riots completely. I mean, everybody's got a voice in a riot or everybody's got an opinion on Corona, but they, but there, there's no one set complete answer of why, how, or, or whatever. And so, you know, why wouldn't our hopes be a, a little shaded right now because we're, we are so uncertain about a place that we've always found safe yeah 
And when you said a minute ago about the enemy wanting to take our hope, that's where I feel that he's going. And, and I've found that in my heart because here's the deal. Thus far, the Lord has provided for me, protected me, and he has uh, just blessed me. But yet I find in the middle of blessing, I will not be able to receive the blessing because I'm focused on what may happen and how I may react to it and how that could possibly ruin my life. And so I'm sitting around in the middle of blessing and I can't even enjoy it because my mind is, and I guess what that comes down to is it's a lack of trust. That's what it is. It's not, it's not believing the promise that God works all things for the good of those who love him. Amen. And I keep trying to think back to like, you know, Old Testament times and, you know, what if we're under our nation, for instance, what if we're under some kind of judgment? We could be. I don't know. Right. I don't know for sure. But if we are, when you look at times in uh, the Old Testament, when God's people were under judgment, those who were faithful to him, they went through trials, but God provided for them. Even in a foreign land um, by a people who defeated them, the Lord still blessed and provided for those who looked after him. And that's where I got to get my heart and mind. My heart and mind can't be on, okay, collect as much ammo as I possibly can. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've got to, I've got to only do what the Lord leads me to do, but I, I have a hard time with that. And I think it's interesting of where we go to to, con- to try to control this. How how I mean, because that's where our mind and hearts go. How am I going to control this situation? And even if you've got a whole bunker with ammo that fills it completely and enough guns, what does that mean in the midst of this? Is that the answer? And and I don't think we've got that. That, that's not the answer, you know. It might feel good for a minute. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it might make us feel good. But at the end of the day, you know, it, and this is where my mind's been going in the midst of this and my heart is, you know, if this world ends tomorrow, I know where I'm going. Jesus said, you know, Jesus was raised from the dead. I'm going with Jesus. And... And so, you, you know, but, but, but I do understand so much because, I mean, and especially with the media, social media is at, at its all-time worst in my mind because everybody out there is walking in fear, especially those that don't know Jesus, yeah. especially those. Yeah. You know, and one of the things that's come to my mind is that in the midst of this Corona stuff. Um, there are some things uh, that we've missed out on, some prices we've had to pay, but we've also been blessed in the midst of it. And God's provided. You know, uh, my oldest daughter uh, is graduating high school, and she missed out on, you know, prom and graduation and all those things. But uh, her mom and I and siblings were able to spend some time with her. Like we haven't spent with her in years and I am so grateful to the Lord for that. What a blessing that I didn't see coming. But even with that being said, 
you know, once again, God proves himself faithful. Yesterday, I found myself in a place where I'm imagining what could be coming, and I'm getting mad, and I'm thinking, I may do something really stupid. Um, I took my uh, oldest son to his first workout at the school, and he came out and said, you know, they had to wear a mask the whole time. It wasn't an option. You, you have to wear it as they're working out and pushing themselves to death. And so with that, my mind goes to where, okay, what's it going to be like as we go back to school? If we have sporting events, what that's, what's that going to be like? Are people going to start telling me what I have to do and when I have to do it? And my rebellious nature says, uh-uh. And so I start going through scenarios of how I'm going to react to this stuff. And in my mind, I'm seeing myself getting kicked out of games <laughs> and, you know, everything else. And once again, the enemy's just playing havoc with me because this isn't something that I have to deal with. This is just something I'm imagining in my mind and, and the enemy stirring me up. And instead of going back and saying, has God always been faithful? And the answer is yes. I'm thinking about what could happen and how, you know, I, I'm going to do something stupid and I'm going to, you know, it, it's just going to be a domino effect from that point on. Yeah, I, I was, as you were speaking, I was just thinking about speculation and what it does to a guy. <laughs> it, it, just, it just unravels you. And, and the thing about it is when you get to where you can grasp what you've been thinking all this time, you're like, what are you doing? But that's what happens. Speculation just, it just unravels you to a place to where you're, you know, you've lost hope. That's where it takes you. You have lost your hope because of speculation that's not, no one said it. It's just, a, it's just an illusion in your mind that Satan's making you run with it. And man, that ought to make us angry because we're being led down a dark path that we don't have to go down. Then why do I keep doing it? <laughs> but you're, you're right. The end game the whole time for the enemy was take Kirk's hope. Yes. Take Kirk's hope. Because if I can take his hope, he's going to start acting like a man without hope, even though he has it yes. and and where do we go when we don't have hope we go into destructive behavior uh, when we start facing temptations we run with it because um, because we're living like people without hope and the enemy can't take our hope away he does not have the authority to actually do that so the only thing that he can do is to to take away um, the idea that we have hope, that illusion that you're talking about by creating all these ideas in our mind about what other people are thinking, what other people may do, what we may do. And, and we just, it's like a, it's like a broken record that he plays over and over. Yeah. And, and the thing that I, that I've, as bad as I hate to admit this, you know, when, when you lose hope in one thing, he leads you to the next thing, and it's just an, a domino effect to the next thing you know. You know, you can't be lived with. You're just angry, and you're getting looks from your family like, who is this madman? 
and and but but that's just the way he unravels you a, a little at a time i'm going to get them here then i'm going to tempt them into the next one and then it's it's just going to keep going because there's there's a lot to us in 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 it and god has built our faith all around us it's not just one little seed somewhere there's a lot of faith that that we're made up in because he's worked in our lives for uh, many many years and but but satan never quits trying to tempt to unravel us in hope and it makes me think of that scripture john 10 10 where it says the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy you start off with stealing if he can steal the hope he can destroy us and eventually really kill us and it's not so much him doing it but it's us following the playbook to where we take ourselves out because he can't take us out of uh, the arms of the lord only we can reject the lord and why would we do that it's only if we buy into lies that he has given us. Yes. Yeah. And there again, you know, it's it's all about it's all about being refueled, prayer, God's word, walking with others, godly believers. That's what that's what our life's about, staying close not being misled yeah because when you're isolated it it's ugly yeah and and when i'm buying lies of the enemy isolation is what i want to do it's it's what i want to do and we've talked about this many times but it is amazing the power of you and i just getting face to face and me just simply stating things like i had not shared uh, what I just shared about uh, Colt with anyone else. And when I just did that, it's like the power of it just deflated. It just went, and it it's like it's it's gone. And I know I'm going to be okay. As we're sitting here and we're talking about the promises of God and talking about what he's done, and I, I just, I know that we're going to be more than okay. Absolutely. God's going to bless us, but I, I've, I've, I must resist isolation and and I've got to continue to um, pursue relationship and fellowship with with godly believers and and we never I don't know that we ever I I don't believe we ever get to a point that we don't need that Um, it it doesn't it's just it's like this humbling thing that the Lord's given us that we've just got to keep walking out I I've, don't know that I've ever met a person however old that doesn't need that absolutely and I think it's interesting too where where one may be in a place of no hope you'll run into somebody that's not in that place they're going to be in a place of encouragement and, and God's always got some type of plan and and he'll run you past something that you didn't see coming but then it all of a sudden revives your hope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that comes down to going back to the very beginning. When we don't know what's happening, we just keep doing what the Lord's called us to do. And as we do that, 
he has these little hope morsels <laughs> that that come at us. Yes. You know, because right now, do I know what's going on? No, I don't. However, in the midst of walking things out, I felt like the Lord was saying, and I felt like it was affirmed that you and I need to sit down and do something that we're doing right now that we've been talking about for, I don't know, I mean, like 10 years or something. I mean, and it's like, okay, well, let's, let's just do that. Do I know what that's about? Nope. But you know, that that's, that's the way the Lord, I find that the Lord works in my life. He just asked me to be obedient and success is obedience. It's not me figuring out a game plan and, you know, flushing it out. It's just being obedient. And then as we look back, we say, oh, so that's what the Lord was doing. Yeah. I think it's interesting, too, because as you were speaking, um, you just think about Adam and Eve. Satan comes out. He tempts Eve. She takes a bite of the apple, gives it to Adam. Then immediately they hide. Hmm. They hide Lord comes, he's walking through. Where are you at? Oh, we're hiding. Why are you hiding? Oh, we're naked. How do you know you're naked? You know, they'd lost their hope. They'd lost their hope. And, and it's just, I mean, in an instant, they'd lost their hope. And they were in, I mean, I can't, we can't even imagine where they were at. But they lost it like that. Just that quick. And it, it just blows my mind. Because I can be there within seconds. <laughs> How can, after following the Lord for more than 40 years, I still fall into that like I've never seen it before? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just our human nature. I mean, I, that's all I can pin it on. Because And, and I mean, we got an enemy that, like you said, seek, kill, and destroy. That, that's what he's after. Yeah. And, and he, he, he pursues us daily. It's not like he's chewing on this guy over here and leaves you alone for a week. It, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. All right. Well, we, uh, we better wrap up. So just, uh, just to kind of summarize things, I mean, again, we need hope. And in times like this, hope is the thing that the enemy is trying to steal from us. If he can steal that, he can bring destruction in our life and his ultimate goal is to take us out that that's his ultimate goal so we want to look to him for hope we we need fellowship we need to be reminded of his word but even beyond his word we need to be reminded of how his word has played out in our life because i don't have to look very far back to see how god's promises have uh have come about in my life and so um any, any last thoughts that you want to share on that? Well, I, I was just thinking as you were speaking that um, my blessings outweigh by far. Hmm. Any, I mean, I couldn't begin to write them down or even speak them. Um, the Lord has blessed us, you know, in so many ways in every aspect. And, and I am embarrassed when I do lose hope because God has always not only pulled through for us, but 
he's given us an ending, his son. You know what I mean? I mean, and so, I mean, we're, it's it's a win-win regardless. So, yeah. and who else gives you that? Yeah. You know, and, and one last thing I'll share that you've reminded me of as you were saying that. Ever since I moved out into the place south of town here, I've dreamed of getting the pasture fenced in so that I could just let the animals roam. Well, just this week, I was finally able to get it to a point that I could kick the horses out and let them roam around. But I wasn't really able to receive the fullness of that blessing. After I mean, it's been like five years that I've been you know, moving towards this goal because I had my mind centered on something else that I wasn't able to get. <laughs> there you go. That's <laughs> just like the enemy. It's like, I mean, look at how God's blessing me. I'm in the middle of unbelievable blessing, but if the enemy can get me to look at something I don't have, I, I won't even feel the blessing that God's given yeah. us. That's what he's after. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we hope that, um, you have been blessed and uh thank you for spending some time with us and uh god bless you